0: Following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
1: about this, yeah!
0: this, this is Mick shots streaming live on DallasCowboys.com
2: and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And how about this? We are live in studio inside the SWBC Mortgage Studios at Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. (laughs) This is Mix Shots. We've got a new team with all the draft picks. We've got a new season staring us in the face. We might even have a new schedule coming up next week. And we've got a new show for you right here. And wow, it's great. You know what? The best thing about being back live in studio is that. I'm not using my iPad as my camera, so I can actually <laughs> look things. I can look things up on my iPad, and we I know won't, Everson. We won't you be feel so
3: stumped. Yeah, you, uh, feel, the, you
2: feel the same way, <laughs> and we can't get Everson off his phone over here. Yeah. And
0: you don't have to worry about your Wi-Fi. Everson doesn't have to worry about connecting his That's volume. <laughs> That's right. And I had to switch seats, but I've got all this. Plexiglass in front of me. I feel like I'm at a hockey game. And good. I have to
3: wear pants. So yeah. Oh it's, no! It's, it's different, oh, man. Right. It's way that's different. <laughs> but it looks good. You guys look good. Thank Everybody you. looks got the my, same, my huh? My best cowboy shirt on. I love this color. Uh, love I this just shirt. came from working out. So oh, I mean, there you go. Yeah. Hopefully man. you showered. <laughs> I did
2: not shower. Oh no! So no. good. Workout that's shirt what the plexiglass is for. Exactly.
3: Grabbed a golf shirt and put it on, and here we are. it's a bunch of guys around here, man. We're not that vain. We're good. We're good. So, Anything <laughs> yes. to talk about on this
2: edition of Mix Shots. Boy, I
0: think we got you a whole happen. bunch yes. of uh-huh. things seen between the draft, mm-hmm. some
3: of the picks, mm-hmm. what you like, what you didn't like. Let you know how. Let you know how bad my pick was for the Cowboys. Well, we found out a little more about that. It wasn't that you had a bad pick
2: there. Uh, he had an issue, apparently. Yes. that made him uh, had a drop. medical issue. Yeah, yes. a medical issue that uh, apparently. Uh, who did he go to? Cleveland? Yes, I believe so. Yes, he did. Cleveland, uh, they got to the bottom of it and he got cleared in time to be drafted in the second round. And Of course, we're talking about J.O.K., Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa. And as we go forth uh, in the career of one Kelvin Joseph, the Cowboys' second-round pick, the cornerback, will be
3: also charting what J.O.K. does with the Cleveland Browns yes, in his career. Yes. That's one should, of the great things. He should things. do well. He should do well. That's a nice young team there. Mm-hmm. I think he'll fit in real good then, Cleveland.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. and we'll get rid of the uh, elephant in the room right now because my
2: pick was their pick. How about
3: that? <laughs> How, How about in fact, that? In, fact yes. in fact, Mickey,
2: <laughs> ever since he saw that first highlight film <laughs> of, of I mean, my Micah
3: Parsons. I've been killing them with this. I mean, no, you, this no, was back. me too. No, you
2: sold us all. You know, Mickey you sold doesn't. Us all, Spags. Mickey, because uh, he's so busy during the season, doesn't look at any of these guys. And I was kind of like that this year. The, the college season was so disjointed that I wasn't paying that close of attention. And so as soon as as soon as the Cowboys season was over, I think Mickey got on YouTube and he had heard about this Micah Parsons character, and he said. He immediately said, well, I got my pick for the Cowboys
0: yeah. right
1: there. Yes. <laughs> and sure enough,
0: yes. I wanted to see somebody else that showed up better than this guy because he was the best <laughs> defensive player in the draft and most versatile. You know, they keep showing the uh, the highlights from this, this Memphis game. Like at AT&T
2: Stadium, uh-huh. the Cotton Bowl. Right,
0: yeah. but I, I saw highlights against other teams like the Big Ten teams. And and he's just so instinctive and so versatile and so big and fast. Athletic. And it's like he had 14 tackles in that game, two for losses. He had a couple of sacks. He had a forced fumble, a pass broken up. And they <laughs> still scored 30 some points
3: against <laughs> Penn State did they really yeah it was
0: like a 53 39 game or something like that 53 but I mean if you look
3: at all of his games they they all look just like this right I mean they all look like this to where he's making tackles for losses it seems as if he intimidates the opponent as he approaches them because his his aggressiveness is so quick it's so fast it's in your face and before you know it you know, you're like a deer in headlights and they just stand there and, and, and he takes them down so quickly. It's not like he has uh, he sizes them up or anything like that. No. He goes directly for it. He's heat seeking. I think he said uh, did the water boy. Yeah, yeah your water boy broke a sea ball, go the ball or something like yeah. that. And and that's pretty much how he does it. He looks like Waterboy out there. And I'll <laughs> tell you what, when you see him in person, he he doesn't look that big.
0: But they, he measured 6'3 and a half,
1: 246,
3: and, and I a 4'3'6? Yeah, and a 4'3'6. <laughs> and see, that's where it comes from. The, not only does he have speed, it's controlled speed. It's not like he's just out of control. Uh, they had a lot of uh, uh, criticism about J.O.K. in regards to in space, sometimes he is out of control. He's going so fast for mm-hmm. it that he misses a lot of tackles. Parsons doesn't necessarily have that uh, critique because uh, he's he's more of a sure tackler, and he approaches at just the right angle, and he approaches it quickly, and that's what I like about yeah, it. Yeah, and I
0: didn't know if he was that instinctive or if he prepared so well that he was seeing things uh, ahead of time, and I think I, the answer I got was he's pretty instinctive, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a good trait, right? Uh, and. I thought he handled himself well in the press conference. It seems to have a nice personality. Mm-hmm. Sound like uh, he was Great pretty family. Pretty funny about the family moving yeah, here. Uh-huh. And he goes, "Yeah, they can move here, but they ain't getting my address.
3: <laughs> we can or meet at can the restaurant." And they're all cowboy fans. So they're right. gonna be bucking the heck out of Jerry Jones, I'm sure. The <laughs> oh,
0: they, they came in here, a dad and and one of his brothers, and, and, and they were walking through like they owned the place, yes. and doing interviews. Like, hey,
3: this is where we belong we've been they could see this a long time ago uh in in their in the future because they were cowboy fans all the way living in pennsylvania Mm -hmm. so you know that's That's true cowboy fans when you're cowboy fan in pennsylvania yeah absolutely so
0: uh you know everybody i know everybody wanted a corner Uh, I get it. They were gone. And I heard somebody say, oh, when the two corners went, the Cowboys just got discombobulated. They did not. They had planned ahead what was going to take place if the two corners had been gone. And, and, And Stephen Jones talked about it, how they went through scenarios. If they're gone, then... What are we going to do? And they,
2: and they knew what they were going to do. They were so prepared that they were able to trade down and mm-hmm. pick up an extra third right. round pick right. and, and still get Good their goal. guy because they were they were prepared enough to know what the Giants were looking for, what the Giants roster looked like. They have a middle linebacker. They're not going to be interested in Parsons. They yep. need to improve their their offense, which is what they wind up trading down. And they picked up a future first round pick. They got Kadarius Tony at number twenty, a wide receiver, and then they knew the. Eagles were coming up for a wide receiver because they were desperate for a wide receiver, and they knew that if uh, with Devonte uh, Smith, you know, he yes. was he was going to either play for the Giants or the Eagles. So, yeah, exactly,
0: you know. and that's why this this whole thing is so 1980s. Oh, you traded with a team from the NFC East, and you gave them Devontae. And as it,
2: one of the two was going to get as it, Devontae Smith, and as it turned out, the Eagles were going to get Devontae Smith yeah. because the Bears were still going to trade up with the Giants, and they were going to trade down right. because they were offering a first-round uh, pick. And uh, and and I think that, and I'm sure the Cowboys had that same offer from the Bears, and, but I think it was prudent on the Cowboys' part to go ahead and get Micah Parsons because you're trading down to twenty, and you're not getting the same. Type player, And
0: then this notion that they should have traded up. Well, the two teams of them. That's who they were going to take. Right. They're not going to trade with you because you got to come clean and say, OK, what do you want? Oh, that's who we're taking. We're not interested. So you couldn't trade up with any either of those two teams and probably to go above both of them. You were going to give up a third round pick. If not more,
2: Probably, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a second-round pick. Yeah, I tell you you know, what, just what, like if, you did when you went up for to get Mo Claiborne.
3: I, I just, I just wasn't uh, in in the in the same area code in regards to, to drafting a cornerback. I would have been pretty upset. It would have been another uh, insurrection at the <laughs> star. That <laughs> would have been a one-man insurrection. I would have been upset. So there the cornerback did want a cornerback. The uh, cornerback yeah. did not want a cornerback. Ch- I'm sitting there with uh, Brad Sham. I was at the draft party. I'm sitting there with Brad Sham. Hadn't seen him in a while. So great to talk to him. And of course, you know Brad. He's kind of like Spags. I mean, you've seen so much. You know what I mean? You're not going to mm. be surprised by anything. As much as he wanted Parsons, just like you wanted Parsons, he was pretty realistic about the Cowboys might take Slater. You know, mm-hmm. when it was left there, he's yep. like, well, we might take Slater. And no, I'm just, I'm in his ear. Yeah, I mean, it, like, man, why would we take Slater? We yeah. need somebody to stop the run. Slater can't stop the run. And, he's, of course, he's being, mm-hmm. you know. Just being like 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 you guys, you know, very very matter of fact about it. And I was not, I would not have been happy if we would have uh, chosen Sertan. I just wouldn't. Sert- wouldn't Sertan in the corner, not or, the uh, cornerback. Have, no, I would not right. been happy with him. Or he, or, or, uh, yeah. or or Horn, Horn. or no, or, no. or the offensive That's tackle. That's just not yeah. what we needed. We, I, this is what we needed. This is the kind of guy we need on this team. Let's face it, quarterback is always the leader of the team, but mostly the leader of the offense. A good strong uh, uh, just a capable middle linebacker. That's the leader of the defense.
2: Well, and in, in, uh, Mickey, you hit on it uh, in the way he handled himself at the press conference and so forth. He, he just uh, has a, a confident swagger about him. You know, he walks into the room and you can tell that. he's not, you know, in his interviews, he's not real outspoken. Uh, but uh, just watching him converse with people, he mm-hmm. was kind of like that. He was kind of the alpha personality yeah. in the room when he when he walked in. And, and I stuff.
0: want somebody like that on yeah. the yes, field. Sir. Try. Yes,
2: sir. And I, and I can Thank really you. see it Thank taking you. it to the nth degree when he's in the locker room. You know, yeah. He's going to be walking in that locker room and you're going to know, oh, that's the first round draft pick that just walked in. And down. you're going to know that's the middle uh,
3: linebacker. That's exactly. what you're going to know. Because he's not going to be sitting there talking about, about being in a zen moment after a game, after we got run off for like 300 plus yards. <laughs> you know, talking about where he's he so, is in life and, and the cosmos and all that. No. He, I want to do... And this this is just me. I like middle linebackers who are intelligent and instinctive, but I don't want to be too smart.
1: You know, yeah. I want to. I want to be. <laughs> you know,
3: I just want to be able to say, "Look, I'm. Hey, go run through that wall." All right. I'm going onto that wall. I don't want to be like, well, let me see what what material is that. No, no I don't know if I want. To, no, I want a guy that's going to be like, you know what? Don't ask me to do it. I'm going to do it, and I want you guys to follow me. That's the kind of dude he is. And right? You know what? He's going to
2: he's going to be the best interview on the team too. Yeah, oh, you know? absolutely. You got to watch looks... the, the PR. They're going to have to watch what he says sometimes because he keeps it real. Right. I mean, he doesn't put on any airs when he when he talks. You know, he uh, but he he says whatever's on his mind.
0: And and that's that that's they need that, they right? Need it. They, need, they need it. It's almost like, you know how a quarterback, usually everybody kind of
3: gravitate, they're going to gravitate to this That's guy. That's what I'm talking right? about. They will gravitate And we're going to be him. apologizing for him. I'd love to do that. Just apologize for because he's going to say something crazy. <laughs> right? He's going to do something crazy. Oh, I, I love it. That's what middle linebackers <laughs> do. <laughs> and, and, and the beauty of his it,
0: it, 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 he's versatile. So you know they talked about him being like a designated pass rusher too. So if you got yes. multiple linebackers oh on the field, you don't know what that guy's responsibility is going to be. He can drop into coverage. Yes, he can. He can rush the quarterback. He can spy the quarterback. You know, and and if it's a passing down, he can still play the run.
2: I agree. Right? Hey, you heard Dan Quinn. Right, you heard him talk about we're gonna we're not a three four, but mm-hmm. we're gonna it's gonna it look it, like at times that. will yeah. look like a three four. They can have a package out there, even in their base defense, they could have a package out there with the skill set that both these rookie linebackers have, Joe mm-hmm. Cox as yep. well as Michael Parsons, yep. where you can have all four of those linebackers on the field at the same time. I mean, Parsons could play. Uh, any linebacker spot, Jabril Cox—he's he is best on the outside. Okay, he and reminds you,
3: me of JOK. And, and, he and reminds you could me have J-O-K.
2: so you could have you could run a three-four and have Leighton and, and Jalen in the middle, or you can have Leighton Layton and Parsons in the middle, and you can have Jalen on one side and uh, Cox on the other side. Yep. you really could. And absolutely, that might be the best defense they put out there. And then and then just keep Leighton Vanderish
0: healthy. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and this will be the best linebacking yeah. core they've had as a group in quite some time. And 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 everybody says, well, well is the linebacker going to win a game for you? These guys can win yes, a game you for you. you. Yes, you can. You can control the game from Absolutely. the linebacker position.
3: Of course you can. And
0: and, and, and and you know, and hopefully that the the dump truck that they drafted to play the nose tackle at 330 pounds, <laughs> Bohanna, uh, keeps some people off of those that's guys. That's right. That's
2: what Randy White has always said. You Because know, for years I did uh, – Pre-game show on CBS 11 with the Manster, and he always said, "What we need is that big bazooka in the middle." I don't understand why we don't get that big bazooka in the, in the middle. And they got the big bazooka uh, for in another Bo- John Dutton. That's what he was Quentin, uh. Quentin bohen is their big bazooka in the middle. Well, hopefully, he can play
0: right. And, and, uh, yeah, well, and I, no, being big's I one think he thing. just has to stand just there, just stand there. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you question? Did, did you? Did you? They thought they were getting that with Don Terry Poe. But... Did you catch what? Quinn had to say about him when he talked about him uh, Saturday night when he came in for his interview and they asked somebody asked him about that. And he goes, Yeah, he goes, you know, and I, I think the guy can we can he, he's versatile enough, we'll put him on the edge. And there was this silence. He goes, Okay, just kidding. <laughs> he goes, he goes, he's a nose tackle. And he goes, Sometimes he's gonna play Right here, meaning over the center, <laughs> and he said, "Other times he's going to play right, right here, here.
3: <laughs> like six inches <laughs> yeah, over. <right>. <laughs> that's <laughs> on the edge. He is, he's he is play not going the, edge of the, edge, of the edge of the center shoulder. Yeah, that's <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> you know, and then the, the the good thing is, is they did draft a couple guys to play inside, veteran guys that can hold down the fort, and maybe till some of these young guys are ready to go. Uh, and uh, but but." not at linebacker cuz this guy is going to be ready to go. Uh and 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 I'll tell you what, and even I saw Rich Dalrymple, the Cowboys PR director was taking him somewhere. I don't know and I was walking behind him. And 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 it was like he was talking to Rich like they had been best friends. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they it, it just came so easy to him. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, uh, can't wait well, till he gets Well here.
2: and you look back in his history. I know we've we've said ever since Jalen's been here, because he's he's a player that's best going forward, that okay, rush him, you know, play him at rush in. And they've used him on the line at times, a lot of times like as an inside rush or whatever, but he hasn't worked at it. He's not, you know. Parsons has it in his background mm-hmm. as an edge rusher he going back to 8th grade, well even before 8th grade right. probably. Defensive Everson, end. He was a defensive well, end. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and when he went to Penn State, he, they, they recruited him and he thought he was going to be an edge rusher and they moved him to linebacker. Everson, remember what you were doing in 8th grade?
3: <laughs> not really. Did not you, I don't did think, you think I was playing football. I think I, no, I was at Richardson Junior High, which does not exist anymore. And you weren't, and
2: but it, it, you it fed into Berkner High School. Yes, it okay. did. Yes, it did. Now in Texas, an eighth grader can't play varsity football. But if, but if, an they, eighth they grader, wanted me, but I was my mom said no. Yeah, if an eighth <laughs> grader could play varsity football in Texas,
3: would you have played on the varsity? What what level would you have played on as an eighth if grader? If I was considered. Yeah. If they considered me playing a varsity, I'm, I'm playing varsity. You would love to play I'd varsity. Love to play would varsity. you play varsity? I mean, would they? Would they? Would you have made the varsity? If they as an if they grader? considered me, you, come on, man. You are talking oh, to a guy who has got playing, a lot of confidence, man. He'd have been playing basketball. <laughs> he'd have been playing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah, you play varsity <laughs> I want to play varsity basketball. At, at, definitely, right. that would have been so the case. Yes. Micah
2: Parsons <laughs> started on the varsity as an eighth grader in Pennsylvania. You're lying. No. He started on the varsity. He put up big numbers. He had, as a freshman in high school, he had like 18 and a half sacks. Wow, and then he transferred to Harrisburg High School, one this of the is high a grown schools. man! And then, a and grown then by man. the time he was a senior, he was a running back and a defensive. I guy.
3: saw that. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. So
2: nobody we, wanted to tackle him. Yeah. Running back, he's he's my
0: personal protector on the punt team because we're going to snap him the ball. Interesting,
3: interesting. <laughs> no, don't don't, don't, hey, don't spill oh, the beans, man. Oh, okay, don't spill sorry. the
2: beans, Spags. Like well, like the
3: NFL doesn't know that
2: Fossil's got that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: he never runs trick plays on. No, never, never.
3: Never. <laughs> yeah, we need to slow uh, Fossil Foss down. We need to slow him down a little yeah. down. Uh, okay, we'll move on in our next
2: segment. We'll move on to the second-round pick because okay. I want to get the cornerback talking about the cornerback mm-hmm. there. But uh, how about the way the draft started and with the third pick, Trey Lance, going to San Francisco?
0: Yeah, I, I wasn't sure they were going there. I thought they had moved up for. I mean, that's what everyone
2: thought. Matt Matt Jones Jones or Justin Fields because they didn't let they didn't let anybody in their organization know that it was going to be Trey Lance. Yeah, that is an extremely risky pick. You know, but I love it. I love it though. I. How much
0: it cost them oh, to move sure. up to get him? Yeah, wow. I mean, it's and that.
2: first round draft picks and a third or whatever this year,
0: and then
3: right. next year, yeah, three, fir- three ones. Three. Yeah, he yeah. hadn't yeah. thrown four hundred passes. Am I correct?
2: No, three, yeah, three hundred eighteen passes in his career. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Now he's awfully, he's out. barely
2: thrown three hundred. He's <laughs> awfully <laughs> athletic though. When I saw his,
0: oh, race.
3: no doubt about oh, it. But my, my goodness, but,
2: but the reason I love it is because Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, but uh, Shanahan had the conviction that this guy is my guy, and they don't care what any of the so-called experts are saying about it or anybody else in the league are saying about it. This is my guy, and he's only 20 years old. He doesn't have to play this year. Patrick Mahomes didn't play his rookie year. I've got a quarterback in Garoppolo that's taking our team to the Super Bowl, but it's worth this investment. I believe in this guy so much that and i heard an interview with john lynch and shanahan they were uh you know back in january shanahan uh, late at night called lynch and said i i'm just mesmerized by this well, guy his personality is
3: amazing yeah no he he gives great interviews yeah i mean he, but he was talking about the film that he's watching of, of him. course of course and, and yeah. he was
2: and so lynch said he stayed up till 2 30 in the morning watching him and that's when they knew they had their guy that was back in january and of course. You knew they, they had someone that they had pegged to give up that much. Now, they're not, they're not the giving up that guys much guys just on a
0: you It wasn't up, you like a 300, and we'll, 300 passes. Right? We'll just take right. somebody. Yeah, right, right exactly. <laughs> right. Hey, and before we go to break, since we were on the linebackers, let's just clear up this notion that the Cowboys didn't pick up Leighton Vander Esch's fifth-year option because they drafted these other uh, linebackers, Parsons and Jabril Cox, and next year they're not going to need – Leighton Vanderish, they didn't pick up the option because of the salary cap. They were trying uh, to negotiate an extension mm-hmm. to decrease his cap hit next year, which is $9.1 million guaranteed. And they felt like not knowing what the cap's going to be, not knowing what uh, the revenue this year in the NFL is going to be with how how many people are going to be allowed to go to games – You just couldn't afford $9 million at that one position at linebacker. So they'll continue, and Steven said it, they'll continue to try to sign him to an extension to lower – what that cap hit is next year. They want Leighton Vander okay. on this team. They want him, as Steven said, I want him here for four or five more years, but we got to be smart on how we structure the contract. So that's why it wasn't picked up. It didn't have anything to do uh, with who they drafted or Leighton isn't good enough. Uh, and then the other safety thing they probably wanted to do was put some roster bonus, or not roster bonus, Per game bonuses in there because of his injury history, and you can still earn the money, uh, but you got
3: to be on the field. So between I just those knew two right things, away. I'm thinking, okay, we drafted all these linebackers, and and no telling what we signed. Yeah. Uh, afterwards, I thought he was out, considering but, his injuries and things of that nature. I thought that the Cowboys had washed their hands of him. I mean, I'm kind of glad to hear that that they haven't, because of course he's an amazing player, and I've, I've noted uh, to you guys. Just worried about that, that injury, worried about the neck injury. I know they say it's no big deal, but, you know, being a linebacker uh, and, and you know, all the hits he's going to make, I was very concerned. And I thought they were so concerned that they just said, you know not we're not going to do And, you this. know, he played last year. The neck yep. wasn't a problem. Of course.
0: And, and, and I would have thought the problem would have been, do I want to stick my neck in there to make a tackle? Right. Am I right. putting my head in right. there with my helmet? And he really didn't have that problem. Right. The problem was he broke his collarbone. Uh, and he didn't have an off season, right? He, he was able to rehab coming back from the, from the neck surgery. But then you missed the first, the first game. It was the first series, I mm-hmm, think. Mm-hmm. And now you're out four or five weeks, and, now, and you're switching positions from outside to inside. And I just thought towards the end, he was starting to get his sea legs under him, and then he did the ankle thing. Uh, so uh, to me, he's the best linebacker on the team. You know, and I know Parsons was really good, but we ain't seen it yet. We ain't seen it yet, no. Right? That's that's a
3: true. That's a true statement. And this other assumption, and
0: and Bill, we'll go to the rest of the draft. Is that the Cowboys fix their defense by taking eight guys? Well, (laughs) all eight aren't going to make this team. I'll guarantee you that, Uh, and and you would want them to, but it's probably not going to happen. And they're not all going to go out there and play right away either. And they're not all going to go out there
3: and play well right away yeah, yeah, <laughs> when exactly. they are playing, the yeah. rookies. Not every rookie goes out there and gets 11 interceptions. I know, right? man. That's a tough thing, man. You know, the <laughs> boss right. sets
2: so high. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just doing my job. All right. Uh, the cornerback didn't want to draft a cornerback. I wonder if he wanted to draft a cornerback in the second round. Let's yeah, right. find out coming back next year on mix Shots.
0: where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation.
1: Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for hanging with the boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough-as-nails elevation tumblers, We've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's (laughs) OtterBox.com.
2: shots. Dallas Cowboys football and Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders dance youth camps are back this summer. All right, they're back this summer for athletes and dancers (laughs) of all skill levels. Save $25 with early bird pricing now through May 10th. Spots are limited. Register today at dallascowboys.com slash academy. Any kids you need to send to them? <laughs> I've almost got grandkids <laughs> no. that are getting to be that age. <laughs> Oldest grandkid is four. So I was asking the other day when when can we start playing some youth (laughs) games so I can go watch them play? (laughs) They start them probably earlier than four, but he hadn't started yet. All right, uh, we continue on here. It is great that they've got the the, uh, camps back. You know, I was, uh, as an aside, um, I was, the Rangers played the Red Sox on Saturday. They had 35,000 fans in the stands. And I, I tuned in the Red Sox uh, announcers on the game, and uh, the Red Sox announcers could not believe that there were thirty-five. That, Welcome to Texas, <laughs> big boy. <laughs> they were saying, "Well, the Red Sox are getting beat. And It was eight to six or something." And Dak was at the game, uh-huh. and um, uh, Dak looked like he was having a good time. Um, <laughs> and they, 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 the Red Sox announcers not only sounded defeated because the Red Sox are getting defeated, but they really sounded defeated that there were thirty-five thousand fans <laughs> in the stands. In partner. I don't see very many masks. Nah. No. no. <laughs> they, they keep saying,
3: yeah, masks are mandated. That, that, that makes no sense. I could always say, well, I, I have uh, a beer. All you got to do is walk around uh, with a beer uh-huh. and yeah. no mask. Well, yeah, you, heard happened, you heard what happened,
0: You uh, heard what happened. the opener, right, when they had 38,000 there? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw the story twice. Some guy bought a hot dog, and he held it in his hand for nine <laughs> inches. <laughs> to make sure, See? if the if the ushers came by to yeah. tell them, hey no, mask no, no. up,
2: got like man. Hey, this come hot on, dog.
3: Man. Give me a break.
2: <laughs> All right, let's move to the second round of the draft, and the with the forty fourth pick, the Dallas Cowboys select Kelvin Joseph, yes, cornerback from Kentucky. First off, uh, Mickey, do you think that the Cowboys were trying uh, to trade up in the second round, maybe package that extra third round pick that they got in the trade uh, with the Eagles to try to move up uh, to get a different cornerback.
0: Yes, I think they were, mm-hmm. unfortunately. That cornerback uh,
2: went first to Jacksonville. He went <laughs> first to
0: Jacksonville, so you couldn't have made the trade with Jacksonville, uh-huh. right? And I think they were trying to do something with the Jets uh, at, at, at the second spot, uh, and uh, they just... There was no sense doing it after what, Campbell. Tyson Campbell went after to Campbell Jacksonville. Went. And then I think they were trying again to get up uh, and, unfortunately, Atlanta wanted Richie Grant, the, the safety, safety from Central Florida. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't from a lack of trying. And then they might have. I don't know if they would have taken the safety in the, in the, in the um, mm-hmm. second round that high at 11 or at 12. Uh, but Las Vegas took care of that, right? They took, how do I say it, Morick? Yeah, Merrick. It's Merrick. It's Merrick from Marig. Texas. Trayvon Merrick from TCU. So those guys went off the board, and it's like, okay, so the best uh, corner remaining that fit their needs. Uh, I know everybody talked about Asante Samuel, but they didn't want a short corner. Uh, so clearly, when yeah, right. <laughs> you look at the other corners that they took so, later, so, so they it's <laughs> like, okay, the most val- you know, the most talented corner is Calvin Joseph. Now. We have we vetted him well enough to take care of our concerns about his character
3: to make sure it's worth taking him at that spot?
2: All right, Mr. Cornerback, what do you think of Kelvin Joseph?
3: Oh, I, I, I like the the pick. I really did. I mean, when you're looking at uh, uh, Trevon Merrick, Merrick, Merrick yep. being being taken. You know, first of all, you can't have two Trevons on the team. That's just <laughs> too confusing. Uh, one corner on one side, one on the other. That's just. A, but this guy here is very interesting. Very interesting young man. You talk about vetting him. He's very, uh, how can I put it, uh, uh, diverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has four albums. Have you, have you listened to any of his work? I have not listened to his work, but <laughs> dude, you got to play some ball here. Yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> you,
0: you,
3: you're, not, uh, you're not into boss <laughs> man fat? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, not, I'm not into that. I'm sorry. I, I haven't heard it. Neither <laughs> was LSU. Yeah, And then he, that's why, I would imagine, that's why they, he transferred. So well, he they seems to be a very headstrong young man, which is good as a cornerback. That's what you got to have. You have to be an individual. That's Seems like what he is. And I tell you what, he's not afraid of anybody. You mm-hmm. know, and most cornerbacks will say that. But he has gone up against the best. He's gone up against the Heisman Trophy guys. He's going against guys that at Alabama. He's gone up against he's in the SEC, which has some of the best wide receivers in the country, and he has held his own. He's got like, I think, uh, five picks. Yeah, uh, he, had, he had four picks his, last year. Four picks yeah. last year. Uh he he does very well on the knockdowns. His coverage is good. Dude runs like a four-three Four?
2: Well, he said, that you know, obviously these pro days, you got different stopwatches on them, mm-hmm. and there was there were some that had him under four three at a four two eight. Oh. I think officially it, they had <laughs> had him down at like a four three four. Yeah,
3: that's the, that's official. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the average. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean this that you, you just have to give that guy some kind of love. Like I say, he's not afraid of anybody, and that's what I like about guys like that. You're talking about size. He's only five eleven. You know, which, you know, he's not Asante Samuel's Jr., but I'm looking at uh, a guy a little bit shorter than me. Uh, and they, they've they got him at 5'11 and a half, so, so give I'll him a minute, give another, another half headshot. i say six feet there. I know, yeah, that's a six right. foot corner.
0: Okay, let's do And give we could give him 200 pounds. They got him <laughs> Yeah, he's at 195. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Down.
3: Okay, here we go. It depends on what he had to eat that next day, right. so. No, I think that's a good pick. Uh, you need a guy who's been through the SEC with some of the best uh, wide receivers in the country. Uh, he's always played man to man. Kentucky had a great defense, I thought, in the NCC in SEC in regards to how they played. And so he played with a good team. He played with a good unit. Played for I thought a good coach, and you know I think he's going to do well here with us. Uh, they just I, need I like make... a guy like that who has. Yeah. Like I said, just like the linebacker, I like a guy like that who has some type of individuality. He's not just going to toe the line because that cornerback, you got to do what you got to do out there. You know, you talk about having help and things of that nature. and You only hear your name called when you get beat. This guy right here, he has that mentality to where, you know what, they're going to call my name and not just for getting beat. I'm going to be making plays.
2: Uh, does it concern you um, that he started his career at LSU, suspended for the bowl game, and then transferred to Florida? Yeah, yeah. You I mean can, to Kentucky.
3: No, no, he transferred to Kentucky, but, uh, you know. Guys have their problems. They just better make sure somebody gets with him and gets his
0: priority right. Because if That's that right. if that
2: doesn't happen in his career, and let's say he had the same kind of season at LSU, yeah, uh, that he had this year at Kentucky, he's a first round. He's That's up there it. in the in the same yeah. equation with uh, with the other corners yeah. at the right. top of the draft, don't you, right. you think? And I mean from a talent you know, standpoint. And, and, and
0: if you think about it, LSU is not like the most strict place in the world, mm-hmm. and they basically, I think, gave him an that's invitation the, to That's transfer. the concern there. Yeah. yeah, and so that's the concern, that, and okay, it's great that you you know think you have a, a rapping career, but <laughs> football's going to pay the bill, right. right? You're probably not going to make the money that you're going to make in football, so he needs to understand his priorities. Well, let, let, let's you know, let's look at it like thing, this. Let's look at it like M- this. Mike Stoops was was really... Mark, Mark Stoops. Mark Stoops uh, was mad at him because he, he opted out the last two games of the season and didn't mm-hmm. have anything nice to say about him. But then after the pro day, he basically went on record and pointed out that this is one of the most talented corners in the draft, and he can have a long career in the NFL. Now,
3: just got to keep himself straight. And, you know, the thing about uh, uh, playing in college, you know, uh, he wasn't looking at getting a degree. So, you know, he was making moves that that he thought were just good for his own future. But now that your future is here, your future is now, he's got to realize that. You know, he can do whatever he wants in the offseason or whatever that doesn't interfere with his offseason work. But but this is the time now. Uh, no distractions with pandemics and things of that nature. It's time to come here and play football. Just the way we – no more opting out. You can't opt opt out of anything. But let's face it, guys. When you opt out your last two games the way it was with the pandemic, to me it's no different than opting out of a, 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 a mid-level bowl game. And that's what mm-hmm. a lot of guys right. did. As, yeah, a as lot the draft went that. along, I yeah, saw that's other guys way. did it too. Yeah, right? I it's like, ah, oh, i got to protect my future here. And so we're not that part going I wouldn't put a against him. Not at as all. long as he, whatever he did at LSU, uh, uh, no more of that. And, and you know, as far as his, his music career is concerned, you know that's something that, he, of course, he has to realize taking a back burner because it, it ain't paying like you're going to get paid by Jerry. Jones. You got an extra room at your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Everson, you can mentor him. We you need a mentor for this guy. I'm trying to mention my son. I ain't got time for too no, so I'm done. I'm done. You know how
0: they talk about a guy that grows up in a family where the dad's the coach and you're we, always talking football? We sent him to Everson, you're right? Set it He better learn how football? to cook because I'm tired of
2: cooking in the house. All right, um, there were a couple of other cornerbacks, or one cornerback late in the third round, and then another cornerback in the seventh round that apparently is going to get uh, shifted to safety, who mm-hmm. are 6'4 in height. That Obviously, length was a big calling card. And the, he's skinny, skinny. How do you 6'4
3: and what did they hit <laughs> Like center?
0: 183 or
3: something, right? Like yeah, 183. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. crazy. I, I, I mean... He better pack him all. Maybe he's wiry. Is that what it is? You know, I don't know how skinny guy. He's not weak. He's wiry. He needs but. to get in the training room. And get them protein shakes going. And no one was happy about that pick. I mean, the, it, no, it wasn't because it the, didn't grade that well at all. That's the because experts. the
2: experts had him as a seventh rounder. Wow. The, yeah. The experts did, but they, uh, but if, then you talk to some of those experts, and uh, since they were ranked. Uh, you know, Dane Brugler does a great job. He did an unbelievable job year-round studying it. And you know, and Dane, you know, you can you can't rank them all, as right? Third-round picks, and right. he had him. And what happens in that whole mock draft community is the others get into it in January, and you can't, you don't have time enough in your day to go through 350 prospects. Right. And so, if Dane's got him ranked 300th or whatever. You don't get the – and so you just, ah, you put him
3: down. Yeah, as, they haven't even looked rounder. at him. You well, they really exactly. don't study him. And, right. and when you look – let's just look at numbers here. Okay, you got a 4 at six, 4 At 6-4, you run a 4 4 yeah. That's pretty doggone good. And so if you're talking about being a safety, depending on what type of uh, uh, instincts he has, what type of recognition he has, you're talking about an extremely rangy young man at safety. And I could see that happening with the Cowboys. So he, Dane had him as the 38th ranked corner. And uh,
2: Mel Kuyper had him as 44th. So there you go. But you know, but, but, it, but to. It's
0: credit right. when, when they he was on the draft show here mm-hmm. at DallasCowboys.com. And he pointed out, he goes, Well, you know, sometimes I make a mistake. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm not going to say they're wrong. He goes, There's only so many guys we can look at, and, you know, maybe I missed it. Not everybody else well, would say that. It's like, Oh, what yeah, are they so doing?
3: <laughs> Here's where I had them. And, and they don't even look at him. They really don't even study this guy. And but, you know, I know Dane does.
2: And and uh, he, but he might be a seventh rounder when he was on the tape from, from Oregon State. Right. But but he's as a 6'4", 183 pounder. They're looking at him as a guy that they can develop. What you know, and other teams. Once you get into the third or fourth round, that's kind of, and that was a late third. That was basically a fourth round pick. Uh, we're talking the 99th pick in the draft. Right. Uh, that's the sweet spot to so try to three, grab those developmental guys. That was third round pick, right? Yeah. And the other part of it is. They were probably, in fact, Jerry Jones talked about this at the end of the draft on Saturday when they were on the clock at ninety nine. They had four picks or so, four players that they were interested in, and Jerry said, as it turned out, we got three of the four players, mm-hmm. whatever. So, you, so I would assume that Jabril Cox was probably one of those guys because he was their next pick. Maybe the Alan, the uh, Josh Ball, Josh Ball, uh, may have been one of the guys, and so they got fortunate where they got other guys that uh, they were. Thinking about at ninety nine, and the other part of it is Wright goes at ninety nine, and then there was like four cornerbacks that went bang, 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 bang. <laughs> right after that, it was like, it was like once once other teams saw that, oh wait, that guy went at ninety nine. <laughs> we better get these other guys, cornerbacks,
0: <laughs> and he's got a dimension they were looking at. They're looking exactly for, right. That's right, and they're looking for Richard Sherman. The kid didn't. Yeah. The, the kid <laughs> didn't doing. do his 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 uh, post his interview. After he was picked, like, oh God, I'm shocked.
2: He was like, no, I'm, I'm going to be the best corner about on him. the
0: team. That's mm-hmm. right. he like, all right.
2: He's a guy uh, from Oakland, I believe, the Oakland area, uh, who he went to City College in San Francisco, and then he went to College of San Mateo, and then he went to Laney College, which is the college that's being wow. featured on uh, what's the name of the show? Um, Last chance, you. Last Last chance. And in fact, his brother is on that was on the last chance you show that was based at laney college whatever and he's now at oregon state also so that's the road he's taken to get. and then he plays for 2 years at oregon state and plays well you know so i
3: love guys that that just don't give up
2: uh-huh. you know? because right.
3: the stories out there they aren't all as, as great as michael parsons or, or even chancy Golson or somebody like that
2: how about richard sherman i mean sherman went to stanford but as he was wide fifth wide round man and he was a fifth round draft pick yeah. you know yeah. and so somebody said that no you can't do it you know and by golly, he did it. That's right. You know, <laughs> that's what, you know us cornerbacks are Someone stubborn. Someone told Everson Walls he can't <laughs> yeah, do it, right? was so stubborn. And what round did you go in again? Uh, I didn't.
3: <laughs> hey, I have been boycotting and the draft was. for decades. And there was 12 rounds when he was in the draft. <laughs> oh, man. It, but it only took two days. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder where Bill, where Mel Kuyper Jr. had you. Oh, don't even start. I'm so mad <laughs> at the draft guys. I, I only got back into this because I had to do my research with you guys. Yeah, right. Otherwise I never look at the draft. As far as I'm concerned, don't get me started, guys. But yeah, let's let's move on. I'll, all right, I'll put and, a damper on this thing. Uh, we continue with more <laughs> of our draft
2: recap and whatever Mickey has in front of him, he's got all sorts of stuff in front of him when Mick Shots continues in a moment.
1: Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for hanging with the boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough-as-nails elevation tumblers, we've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. When there's work to be done, a real workhorse can make all the difference. Like the Range Boss package. Our 5075E John Deere 75 horsepower tractor features a bell spear and loader and starts at $369 per month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. It works like a horse, so you don't have to. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Get the
0: ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life. Starting at just 20 bucks. join now and get your exclusive fan pack and member benefits. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United for details.
2: All right, we're running down this uh, Cowboys draft, getting uh, Mickey and Everson's take on uh, the picks at the Cowboys uh, made and we talked about the last third round pick, uh, the two defensive linemen that went uh, earlier in the third round Osa Odigazua Osa. out I of UCLA. It. I said it
3: right, I said and,
2: it right. Yeah, and Chauncey <laughs> Goldston uh, from Iowa. O- Odigazua, uh, who was a three time state champion wrestler yes. in high school, heavyweight. Yeah, and uh, was uh, awfully
0: good. Uh, so maybe he can wrestle well as it looks when like you, he's when probably a, a nose three tackle, technique.
3: defensive tackle. You better be able to wrestle well. Plus, he's a little bit undersized. But, I think he's but,
0: a three technique. Yeah, you know? yeah but fact, he's,
3: he's still extremely active for mm. a three technique. I mean, you're talking about 11 and a half sacks, and mm-hmm. I like the tackles for losses. That's what I look look for in all of these. Twenty-seven tackles for losses. You well, know, both getting, those guys had identical numbers. Didn't they? Yeah. Didn't they? And 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 that just shows initiative. You know, you're not just sitting up there waiting on something to happen. You're being aggressive, and that's what I like about, it, especially from a nose. Tackle and you're being aggressive like that, you're getting tackles for losses 27 and a half of them. That's a lot oh, and of tackles it's
0: for losses. It's, it's, it's time to get back to playing that way up front instead of playing catch, right? And they right. were
3: playing catch last year and they didn't catch well. And he's mm-hmm. not, he's to me, he's not, he knows he's not big enough to catch, he's only 282. Gotta go, you gotta go. And you gotta move, it's, you know yeah. what I mean. So his footwork and that wrestling uh, 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 ability, I think Strong that's gonna too. bode
2: well for him inside. He's it's like th- I can't remember. I got I, I got it written down in here how many bench reps. But really six one and a half, and so he's he's a type of get up under a,
3: a he looks lineman good lineman he looks good. Drive he's, him back. He look, doesn't look like he has much body fat at all for somebody 285, 82 pounds. That's pretty impressive. He had, well, he had 25 bench reps. His yeah. older brother, Oa mm-hmm. uh,
2: Odegazua, was a third-round pick uh, of the Giants in 2015, and he was more of an edge guy. And I think he had injuries, and so he only lasted in the league a couple of years. Uh, but he was he was drafted 74th by the Giants, and Odegazua went 75th uh, to the Cowboys mm-hmm. here. I saw an interview with Jim Mora, Jr., uh, who was his coach at UCLA, recruited him to UCLA before uh, he was gone and Chip Kelly came in. And he's very high on digazua. He thinks that he's really going to have a nice career. And he's and he he did say, no, you don't want to play him at the nose. You want to play him. At, a, he thinks that he can develop into a three technique, mm-hmm. and you can even play him on the edge some. Mm-hmm. But, right. So and then Chauncey Golston, the kid from Iowa. I mean, you look at him, and he's the tri- Tyrone Crawford replacement. Yeah. I think. Yeah. What do you think?
0: Yeah. Kind of a and he's, defensive a high man. character guy, really Could high character, captain inside. guy. You know, yeah, and, and uh, yeah. I, I thought those two picks.
3: Uh, you know, everybody. Two hundred seventy pounds. It's a big dude.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I think I think the best pick. Outside of Parsons, the, the the pick I like the best in the draft was Jabril Cox, right. uh, the first pick of the fourth round. I think that, I mean, when you look at him, what he did at North Dakota State, and then North Dakota State wasn't going to play a season. When the pandemic hit, he transfers to LSU, and he does the exact same stuff at LSU <laughs> that he did at North Dakota State. I mean, you're so talking he proved a guy, at that level that yes. he can do this. His yes.
0: three years, he started at North Dakota State. They won the national championship. Mm-hmm. So he's got three national championships. He, he grew he he was a, a a graduate, so he could transfer uh, and pick up a fifth year at LSU, and you know played well, versatile there. Some people you know was like, well, you know sometimes against the run he misses tackles and this and that. I like his he's, versatility. He's a I space like, guy. That that's can. that's the word I was going to use. And that's yeah. you know and yeah. that's the linebackers. You know, it, the Dick Buckus era is over. You know, you got to be able to drop into coverage and, and and you you want linebackers that don't have to come off the field when you go in your nickel. because mm-hmm. and, and, teams will say, okay, they're a nickel, Well, let's run. We'll go three rides, spread them out and That's see if I'm the linebackers
3: exactly can do it.
0: And, and again, he's another guy like Parsons that if he's on the field, it, it, is, he, is he playing the run? Is he dropping into coverage? Is he blitzing? He can do different things. And yeah, and I thought that that pick, I thought made the Cowboys draft, and if that pick didn't make it, then the next guy did, the offensive tackle from Marshall, mm-hmm. Josh
2: Ball. Mm-hmm. Okay, tell us about Josh
0: Ball. Well, let's let's go into it uh, because it uh, ain't pretty. There was there was <laughs> the asterisk <laughs> next to his name, why he had to leave <clears throat> Florida State, and it it ended up being one of these deals where. Uh, you're a young man, and you got yourself into trouble with a girlfriend. Uh, there was some, you know, domestic abuse there uh, that she uh, reported. Um, he never got charged with anything. And, you know, and everybody knows that he got suspended uh, at Florida State, but it was by the Judiciary Committee, which is the student body committee that goes over uh, student uh, conduct, yeah. conduct, conduct that, yeah. yeah, when things go wrong. So they suspended him for a year, and when it came to the legal part, uh, I guess she filed an injunction for him to stay away, and he uh, agreed, I think they both agreed, to sign for uh, the injunction to uh, to stay away. And he ended up transferring to Butler Junior College in Kansas, played a year, and Florida State wanted him back. He was starting, and And the uproar uproar continued. And so he thought the best thing was to move back to Virginia, closer to his parents, and he went to Marshall. And uh, all I know is I saw this stat on him that, in 687 college snap, uh, snaps, he allowed three sacks. He's 6'8, 310, basically. Mm, mm, mm. Um, Six, seven, and
2: three-eighths. Okay. <laughs> I rounded it
0: off. I took that license.
3: <laughs> you rounded it up. You rounded it <laughs> You don't want
2: the 6 off- offensive lineman, though, because he's not versatile enough to play but guard, right? he has, he has 35 Th- 35-inch. 35-inch inch arms. That's the key. I was he's got scared. the 35-inch arms. I was scared to, to measure mine. <laughs> you know, I, have, I need to measure my arms because I have 36-inch sleeves. Is it the same? Uh, I don't much. have 36 inch arms though. Yeah, so i, I mean, wonder what shirt. What's his shirt size? Is he does a 35? If you have 35 inch arms, I don't know where they measure it from. I think they measure it from like the your back, middle <laughs> I of know, your back.
3: I, I th- you mean like the shoulder, blade? The, shoulder, or, the shoulder blade? I'm not sure.
2: So how when he buys a shirt? Does he have to get 38 inch sleeves? I don't they don't cuz they don't have them. They barely have 36 inch sleeves. I don't know. Sleeves. Mine, I know. Mine that.
0: are like 33, 32. <laughs> we could get Henry Stroka down here and he measure it out yeah. for everyone.
2: <laughs> Chris Beem said we can get Henry Stroka down here and he could measure our arms and see. But I can run to the 40, too. I don't want, I don't want to. my hands. So measured. I guess I have that's all I know. I'm, I have I'm to play. pretty I'm pretty sure I have
3: my my arms probably longer than yours. Right, I got uh, I what, size, what
2: size? What uh, size shirt do you wear? I'm same as you, thirty six. Thirty six. Yeah. yeah. Guess yeah. I'm a guard then. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Did you, do you remember what your hands measured at? I don't recall anybody ever measuring my hands. You was a grambling man. Nobody give a damn about <laughs> a grambling people's hands like hands are. That's why you didn't get barely drafted. They brought out a clock. If They're they like, would have measured your I, hands, I think they timed me by look how big by his by hands score. are. No they, wonder he had fifty-seven they, they, interceptions. They they they, they, they uh, timed me by the game clock on the on the scoreboard. <laughs> <laughs> so so I know two-minute warning Ghost of both benches, <laughs> right? <bunches>. right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I know his 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 pass came up. His history came up. Obviously, I thought he answered the questions well that you know i'm I'm moving forward i've put that behind me i wasn't going to let that stop me uh and then the cowboys i thought answered it about you know we we checked into it it wasn't like we just dismissed it and i think jerry's point was you know i always uh, admire somebody that gets knocked down like that makes a mistake and then rectifies everything and changes Uh, so we'll see but to me If this guy is good enough to start at Florida State, you know, maybe he's good enough to step in here and challenge to be the backup swing tackle. Uh, He was a left tackle. I'm guessing if you can play left tackle, you ought to be able to play right tackle. Uh, And if you look at the Cowboys' depth chart at the tackle position, I know they signed Ty Nusecki, a veteran, but this guy's like 35 going on 36. A uh, local guy from Arlington, right, yeah. Bill, and and so you know, and then the the guys that played last year, Terrence Steele, uh, who who started a bunch of games, but you know I don't know how how well he played as an undrafted uh, undrafted rookie, and then you've got Brandon Knight and Mitch Hyatt, and you know none of those guys have been drafted.
2: Mickey, you know who else was good enough to start at Florida State? Who was that? Cam Irving. Yes, I know.
0: <laughs> but you know what? He ended up playing in the yes, league, he right? He was a first-round draft pick. I mean, how many years? He's, last year was He's like still six in the league. or seven, and somebody signed him to a, uh-huh, a multi-year right. deal. Well,
3: well, I don't, let's, let's be, I don't let's, know what, what is, tape they were looking at. This is something we, we – oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> this is something that we, we need to be concerned about. When, you talk, when you're talking about players that have uh, personal issues like ball – uh, and you're talking about this pandemic uh, easing. Uh, let's just remember the last time we had the pandemic. It was what 1918, 1919. Then what followed that was the Roaring Twenties. Okay, let's be clear about that. Everybody so broke everybody out just right? like ah, you know, it's going crazy. So we could, not even I remember that. Okay. <laughs> we could possibly, we could possibly have a lot of problems uh, off the field with a lot of players. Just because, and and of course, you know, we're just a a reflection of society itself. As we have a lot of issues in society coming off of this, I think the more issues we have uh, uh, from other individuals, then we're going to have these same proportion of problems in regards to the players themselves. Because now we're going to be out there a lot more, and and there are going to be a lot of problems waiting on you while you're out there. So if you already have issues in the past, then uh, you need to be very, very careful. And I think uh, the the Cowboy organization needs to be aware of that because this is going to be an unusual year. Coming back from last year's dismal season, I mean the entire NFL had a dismal season, and now all of a sudden we're facing uh, freedom. Yep. You know? Free at last, free at last. <laughs> free at last. And now all of a sudden people are going to be out there going buck wild and – you have to be under control in regards to that. So you got to watch yourself, Mickey. Don't get out there going yeah, crazy. Yeah, right. They're
0: they're already going
3: wild, right? 30, Mickey, uh, how many
0: thousand people did they have at the Rangers that's game? That's right.
2: <laughs> Mickey, uh, who's the Cowboys' uh, fourth wide receiver right now?
0: I think that's a spot that's up for grabs. You would probably say Cedric Wilson. Yes, that's what i would say. But I don't say. think it's solidified. I would say
2: that. And then who like who, who is your um, who are your top three wide receivers next year if Michael Gallup leaves in free agency? You'll need one. That's right. That's what, one, of the, one of my things. You know, we're talking defense, defense, defense in this mm-hmm. draft. Mm-hmm. And one of my things is, okay, what about wide receiver? Yeah, wide receiver looks great with your top three. It looks great. But there is a need. You need to stay ahead of the curve on that, and realizing that Gallup's going into his last year, Cooper's contract where it is, you know, and at some point, do you is he going to play out the entirety of the and contract? Cedric, Cedric CD, on a one year. Deal. And Cedric Wilson's the same as Gallup, same draft, right? and 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 so I thought. As much as we're harping on defense, 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 if there was a wide receiver in the third round that you really like, I wouldn't have minded using one of those third-round picks on a wide receiver. Uh, And you can go back in history where it has affected the Cowboys where they thought they were fine at wide receiver. Mm -hmm. I'll go back to 2008, Jordy Nelson is sitting there in the second round. The Cowboys have two first-round picks, Felix Jones and Mike Jenkins, okay? T.O. is on his last legs with the Cowboys, whatever. We're thinking, they don't need a wide receiver. Why would you take a wide receiver with one of those late first-round picks? Well, Jordy Nelson turned out pretty well. That 2008 season, what happens? The Cowboys wind up have a problem at wide receiver, and they wind up trading for Roy Williams, giving up the 2009 first round draft pick. Man, so, it, did not work so not only the 08 season all. things were catapulting, but it catapults to the 09 draft. Okay, then fast forward to 2017. Okay, in that draft, the Cowboys take Taco Charlton in the in the first round. They take uh, Cheeto Owuzie in the. In the second. I know they love Juju Smith Schuster. He Mm -hmm. was in for a visit, whatever. He went the pick after Cheeto. Well, what happened that year? That was Dez's last year. And the Cowboys then the next year. They, they were so desperate at wide receiver, they got to trade a first-round draft pick to get Amari Cooper in there. My point is, you have to stay ahead of the curve on wide receiver. Hopefully, Semi Fihoko in the fifth round might be able to uh, be one of those guys who can uh, project on down the road as being a guy... You didn't, uh-huh. you didn't like that
0: idea that year they were going to have receiver by committee? You're right,
2: exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: fine I, if the committee's good. I, I got to say, guys, you know, if you don't find that third receiver who would be of the, the caliber of a Gallup or someone like that, the tight end position has to be very prominent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something that needs to be very important in your game Which, plan. Which, by
0: the way, I saw Jarwin out there. How's running he looking?
3: The, he was running. Look like good. Running, running. I yeah. love that. To, to me, he was my favorite. I mean, yeah. I, I talked about And I keep telling everybody
0: about Lail Collins. He does his rehab with Dak, and whatever drills Dak does, not throwing, because they're not mm-hmm. throwing out here, <laughs> he's doing the same, and he's moving awfully well, and he looks like he's lost some weight, too. So uh, I think that's very encouraging, and I've been told both of those guys. Tyron Smith and Lale Collins, that they're counting on them to be right back where they were before the surgeries. And what about Jarwin? It, 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 and Jarwin and was bit, running
2: just well. And the best thing about Jarwin's injury, it happened on September twelfth, right. not, not December twelfth, right. you know. So, he, so. by the
0: time they play a game, he'll be mm-hmm. a full year uh, removed, mm-hmm. right?
2: And it was an ACL, right? It was an ACL, yeah. And, and usually ACLs, uh, they're unless now all, not all ACLs are the same. If it's not
0: complicated, yeah, if
2: it's not complicated, then he should be good to go. Uh, well, he's out there running now, yeah. so
0: I mean, he'll be able to probably take part.
2: In I mean, if most they have OTAs,
3: yeah, <laughs> that that can take a big load off your third receiver. It mm-hmm. really can. Right, it mm-hmm. can take a big load. Hey, off. Gallup was a third round pick, so this
0: guy. I mean, if you read him and if you listen to him. None of these guys
2: come in here lacking hey, for confidence, by the way. That's but, true. You know where Dane Brugler had fijoco Where? As a third round pick, really? The Cowboys got him in the fifth round. But the Cowboys aren't being praised for that. Like,
0: right. <laughs> but you know what I noticed, though? It, locally and Cowboy fans, there, it's always going to be a complaint on the draft. You, that's just what you're supposed to do. But I saw a couple of national things that had the Cowboys yeah. in one of the best drafts.
3: Uh, among some it's of the teams. no doubt. It's one of the best because we answered our needs, and right? that's the main thing. And if got you the best needs, defensive
0: player in the come draft. On,
3: you can't beat that. You can't beat. It. You can you can nitpick all you want. Somebody doesn't like Jabril Cox. Somebody doesn't like somebody else. Somebody doesn't like the wide receiver. You can pick it all you want. I want to see what happens in training camp. Yeah. You know, I'm sure when Buffalo signed all those great players, the, the players that are great right now on their defensive line or on their defense, I'm sure someone complained about one of at least one of those picks that Buffalo had. Now they've got like an amazing defensive line. So I never heard of any of them, you know, until they start kicking our butts, and right. I think that's the way it's going to be here until they start balling on the field. I, everybody just shut up until they, till they show me. And sti- otherwise. stick those grades in your pocket. There you go, mm-hmm. man. But
0: that's what I wrote today. I said <laughs> if you if you graded the Cowboys' draft on the two linebackers that they ended up getting, the best one in the draft in the first and Drabil Cox in the fourth, they get an A plus. That's right. Because those guys, I mean, that's thing.
2: Especially they can make if a you're difference. playing a base three, four defense. Yeah. I mean,
0: and you don't know what those guys are doing. That's the best part of it. You, They're, they're so versatile mm-hmm. that you can and, – and that's what Dan Quinn talked about, the
3: versatility. And see, and, that's what I was going to say. The versatility with, with all the defensive players we signed, and it wasn't just not the D linemen I'm talking about, but the linebackers in the secondary. If you look at that, we can disguise so many things as opposed to coming out with the defense that we had last year. And we had my man Jordan Lewis who's out there getting trucked. You know, doing the best he can on pass, but he's getting trucked on the run defense. Him and Anthony Brown both, and they now we've Anthony got Brown guys can get in the there. Parsons can be moved all over. Right. You know, we've got safeties and, and cornerbacks now that can be intertwined. To me, I think it—that's the word I was going to use. It—it it gave us a lot of versatility. And and that's
0: how Quinn answered my question during this press conference uh, Saturday night. Uh, when I said, you know, have you done enough in the draft and in the off-season mm-hmm. to fix what the Cowboys' biggest problem was last year—stopping the run—and and he basically said, we've got guys that we can have different packages and be versatile with our packages and fit to what a team's doing. And they'll have time in the offseason to work on it. And he even mentioned <laughs> if if, 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 a, if a team wants to play two tight ends, we should be capable of matching up. If He said 60% of the time you're in nickel. We should be able to match up now.
3: And so, you know teams are going to come out. Sure. Gonna, have you learned your lesson? Yeah. We will see. Yeah. And they're going to come out with the two tight don't, ends in one situation. Don't be coming out with two tight ends, <laughs> and I got a darn
0: safety playing strong side That's linebacker. Right. That's right. You know, now I've got a uh, at least a corner slash safety in Keanu O'Neill that I could say, okay, There's you go. play that. Yeah, we're spot. not even talking mm-hmm. about the signs the we made right?
3: outside the draft. And yeah. he pointed right. out the ability
0: of Carlos Watts, uh, Watkins, Watkins, and Brett, uh Irvin. Urban, Brett, uh, Brett Urban uh the, their ability to kind of big guys to put there in the middle and you see uh tristan hill rehabbing moving really well after he tore his acl uh you know you get him back and neville gallimore with a year of experience under mm-hmm. his bat and i like him of course and, we all do and i thought at the end of the year he had figured it out yep well, it might have took him some time. I don't know how they taught him, but he figured it out towards the end of the year and he's not out there playing catch anymore. Mm-mm. You know the, the old what was it the old uh, uh, TV show, the <laughs> Yo yo Rennie? Remember the dog? You <laughs> sent the dog to attack? What year was, well, this? was this? Black and white? 1960. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh 1960. I'm, not, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. What you're I'm about. sorry I didn't, missed
2: that you one. You guys didn't watch Ren 1010. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> Seriously.
2: What's <laughs> the no. no. name of it?
3: Ren 1010. Tin. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ren 1010. I, tin, I didn't, yeah. I didn't yeah. watch it. No. But you you said, yo, Ren. I don't well, know. Well, yo, Ritty. Yo, I never knew that. You're, okay. Yeah, you're too young. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, we're he the same us. age. He got us on now. one. That's
0: right. Yo,
2: Neville. Uh, go get him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we're about out of time. Yeah, we're way <laughs> out, of right. we're yeah, out of time. We're, yeah, yeah. Of time. <laughs> we're yeah, going time. back in time. Uh-huh. That's what we're doing. All right, that does it for mixed shots. And we will see you again live in studio. In,
3: in next studio. studio. All together. Go, yeah. Cowboys.